Welcome to the Creating from the Inside Out, Embracing and Empowering Our Unique and Creative Selves podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Waldo. In this podcast, I talk about what it means to embrace our unique and creative selves, how we can do it, how I've learned that by embracing our creative selves and our own uniqueness, we can empower all of us. As part of this, I share how my path of embracing my unique and creative self has changed over the years, how it worked when I first started doing it, what it looks like today, and how I'm learning to do it more and more every day in the midst of the ups and downs of daily life and all that's going on in the world. And in this podcast, I share how by embracing and empowering my unique and creative self, my work, my art, and ultimately my life has changed for the better. And yours can too. So join me as we go on this journey of embracing and empowering our unique and creative selves together. Welcome back to the Creating from the Inside Out podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about painting away disappointment and frustration. Or really what I guess I should call it is seeing if that works. (laughs) So let's uh, dig into this. Hmm. Okay, so in case you haven't guessed... I have experienced some disappointment and frustration and I haven't yet painted, Uh, but I have a feeling that if my painting kind of works the way it has worked in the past with anger, that it may be a helpful thing for me to paint as a way of kind of allowing myself to express my disappointment and frustration in um, a constructive, well, not constructive, but kind of a not damaging to others way (laughs) is what I'm kind of hoping for. And this is a bit of an experiment because I haven't, tried this before. So here's the situation. Here's what happened. Um, I use a lot of paint on my canvases uh, when I'm painting and you know paint is expensive and so I've been you know pretty good about looking for when there's sales and stocking up and that sort of thing. So about a week ago I was looking to um, add some additional fun colors. I don't know. I had this vision of exploring some new colors beyond kind of the collection of colors that I had and or that I have so far. Um, And um, some of them were given to me by my mother-in-law. Thank you for that. And some of them were ones that I picked up along the way. And... um, And so the idea of just kind of like having a whole bunch of colors just sounded really cool. I don't know, like the idea of like having a blank canvas and like a bunch of colors and just being able to pick whatever kind of struck me at the moment sounded like a really fun thing. So I decided to look online and see if there were any, um, I'd seen before at like uh, this store called Michael's, Michael's Craft Store. If you're in the U.S., you're probably familiar with it. I don't know if it's international, but they sell um, paints and art stuff and um, they often have sales and you can have like reward points and all that. So, and we have a store here in um, Montana, which we don't have like a Blix or an Ultract, the kind of stuff that we had when I lived in a major metropolitan area because I don't live there anymore. I live in 
you know, in um, a growing area of Montana, a beautiful area of Montana. And it's not like we don't have anything. We have really good sushi. We have good Thai food. We have, you know, we have good stuff, but we don't have, um, we don't have, you know, the abundance of art stores, uh, like what we had had. So I use Michael's a lot. So here I was looking on the Michaels website for kind of like, did they have some kind of collection of paints? And I don't do well with those like little tiny tubes because I use a lot of paint and I paint in, um, you know, in a kind of in abundance. Um, when I use a lot of paint, I mean, I use a large quantity of usually a few colors in, excuse me, in one painting. Um, so like a little tube just feels very confining to me because what if I run out of that color? I'd rather mix it myself. So long story. Um, I saw when I was searching that an ad came up or a listing came up that another store, um, Joanne Fabrics had a set of 48 colors. 48 colors and it was like a pretty good price but then on top of it there was a coupon that um, was available for that day that would make it a really good price plus it was free shipping Um, and I was like oh my gosh this is such a good deal I have to do this 48 colors 48 colors oh my gosh so I placed the order and I was so excited because I don't know I had just you know gotten a really good deal for this and I was so excited I went out and I even bought this like special container to keep the paints in under my easel and I've been just kind of like waiting for this day the paints weren't supposed to come until next week and then they ended up like coming sooner and so I was getting these messages from FedEx your paints are coming today um, which it's a Friday and it was like your paints are coming and I was so excited and I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna wake up and there's just like I had this vision of this like painting I wanted to paint and um, just some colors actually but like the idea of having all these colors just sounded so so cool and so exciting and I was so oh I was just like just waiting just waiting like are they gonna come in when are they gonna come in maybe Saturday will be the day that I can paint well I wake up and I go out to get my tea and the box has already arrived my husband's like there's a box here for you I'm like what my paints so I go and I open the box and I realize I read it wrong. I had double checked the sizes, I thought, um, but these were like these tiny little tubes and uh, it wasn't what I thought at all. And I just felt so disappointed. I felt heartbroken. Now, you might not be a painter and you might not understand what I'm talking about, but it's like, I don't know. I I wouldn't have even understood this before I started painting. But now to me, you know, I'd much rather have some really cool colors to paint with than almost anything. It's like, it's like going for your favorite restaurant for food or, you know, treating yourself to like a really cool outfit if you're into that or shoes or I don't know, candy or chocolates or wine or whatever. I don't, I don't really do chocolates. I don't drink wine. I don't do shoes aside from, you know, I'm not a shoe person. Um, like I don't buy them for fun. For me, the colors have just been like, kind of like my candy. And so this was so disappointing. I was so disappointed. And I was looking and I was like, ah, first I was frustrated because I was like this, there might've been false advertising. I could have sworn they said this was a four ounce tube, but no, what it was, was they were stating the size of the tube, four inches. And I had missed the part where it said, um, 
the amount of paint in milliliters. And so uh, it wasn't showing ounces, so I had missed it, and it was my mistake. And um, it was still a good deal, a pretty a pretty good deal. It wasn't like a bad deal, but the thing is, um, it just wasn't going to work to have these little tubes um, with the way that I paint. It just wasn't going to work on on any level. So I was feeling bummed out. So I kind of was like, all right, well, you know, I don't really, I guess, you know, I really do like mixing my own colors. Maybe having all those colors isn't that exciting because I like kind of coming up with my own shades and seeing where things go. And oh, I was like, okay, so, you know, if I don't get these and I don't keep these, then at least I'm mixing my own stuff. And I like that better. And and then I went on to Michael's website and it turns out they're having a really good sale right now. Buy two, get one free or 40% off of um, a single item. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. I can go and um, for the same, I'll return these uh, paints that I got. And for the same amount of money that I spent, I can get... Um, you know, I can get a, a good range of colors. I think it was like 21 colors um, that I could get uh, if I want four ounce tubes. And, uh, you know, and that'll be good. I can, I can play with that. That'll be good. Um, so, you know, it's not like always lost, but I still felt so bummed. I just, I don't know. It's like, no matter what I no matter how I kind of like thought about it differently and had a different perspective, I was disappointed and I was frustrated, um, mostly disappointed though. And, um, I had had my tea and, um, my blood sugar was dropping, um, and I still had to feed my horses and I was kind of like, okay, well maybe, you know, maybe once I get some food into me, I'll feel better. Um, so I, I made myself some breakfast and, uh, and then I went out to feed the horses and it's just like, oh, it's like one of those things, you know, like I go out to feed the horses. Um, and it's like, I go to walk out the door and the headlamp that I use at night for when I feed them in the dark, um, cause we don't have very good lighting outside right now. Um, outside of our barn area, our shelter, horse shelter, um, it fell and all the batteries came out and I was like, Oh, okay. So then I put them back in, then I go out to the, to the horse area and, and, you know, my um, son's dog is kind of getting in the way. And I, I was kind of annoyed at that. The horse, the horse tub is like in the middle of the pasture and I have to go and get it to give him uh, one horse his grain. And I'm annoyed at that. Then I go to give the second horse his grain and my son comes running up and my second horse... <laughs> Um, I bend down to dump the grain into the rubber tub and he has taken a bite and right over my new freshly washed hair, he, um, chomps his food. And so I get lovely, you know, um, uh, uh, grain, which is really, um, uh, soaked, uh, beet pulp and a little bit of alfalfa. So it's kind of all mushy and <laughs> like a big mash down in my hair that I just washed. And I'm like, oh, okay. Ah, more frustration. Ah, just more like disappointment. I'm just trying to get in and out, just feed the horse and get back inside. Cause I was like, all right, I don't have these paints, but I, I, I do want to do this other painting. I do have some of the colors that I want to do and I just want to get in and I just want to paint, but it was like, it wasn't happening, you know? And then I go over and I realize, oh my God, the horses like ate all through the, the, I put out this big, huge thing of, um, hay in, in this big, big bale, um, net and they had eaten it all. It was like empty. And I thought it would last like a couple more days. So I'm like, I've got to deal with that. And then, um, my horses, we've transferred them 
transition them from wearing shoes to going what's called barefoot without shoes. And so we've been putting boots on them and they lost, um, each of them lost a boot last night and it was too dark to look. So I had to go out into the pasture and I'm looking around for this like little, this little black disc. It's, um, it actually wasn't the boot. I found the boot last night, but there's this thing called a wedge that uh, is kind of like an insert that goes in the boot. And it's this like, you know, kind of small four inch by four inch um, roundish oval disc, if you will, made of plastic. And, um, and, you know, it's the color of like piles of horse poop. So I'm going through the whole pasture and everything looks like it. And I'm like wandering from thing to thing to thing. Are you getting a sense of what I'm talking about here? I just felt like so, I don't know. It was just like one of those days when just like everything was wrong. And and, and it wasn't like horrible. I mean, I was standing in the pasture and it's a beautiful sunny day. And, and I, I saw a bunch of deer, which is really cool. We had a flock of geese go overhead. Um, which normally I just, it takes my breath away and I just love it, but I still just felt so bummed. I just, this feeling of disappointment just wasn't just, it wasn't just, it's it's like no matter what I was doing or no matter what I was experiencing that was positive, I just felt this disappointment, you know, and, um, about these paints, which is kind of, you know, kind of crazy, but nonetheless, it's the way I felt. So I realized as I was out there at some point thinking that this is a really great opportunity for an episode um, to experiment, to experiment with creativity and to experiment with what I talked about in the last episode that I had learned about, you know, painting my anger. Like when when I had been angry and I had like kind of looked at, you know, what is the message and then and then I um painted how how that how that felt. And so I decided that this is a great opportunity for me to do an experiment in an episode to share with you listeners. Um, And so this is what I'm going to do. I wanted to help you understand what I'm feeling um, because I, I don't know why this disappointment is so strong in me right now, but it is. I mean, yeah, I was disappointed that I didn't get the paints that I wanted. Um, you know, and it's not going to work out, but it's not the end of the world, right? I mean, but it doesn't matter. It's like, no matter how much I rationalize or I, you know, talk to myself about my feelings, my feelings aren't changing. I'm still upset and I'm disappointed and nothing is making it go away. Um, And nothing is making it ease up. I'm still feeling it. So I'm going to try painting. And I'm going to share with you what happens after I do this. So that's what I'm going to do. I am um, sitting here. I have a blank canvas that I've had up for the last couple of days because I've been waiting to paint. And um, I'm going to sign off um, and, you know, pause this video and uh, or pause this podcast uh, recording. And I'm going to paint and I'm going to see what happens after that? Does it make a change? Do I feel any different? Do I feel worse? I mean, normally seeing geese and deer and being out in the pasture, my horses were actually being really good too. Um, they must have suspected because my, my younger guy, I, I said to him, I was like, look, I can't handle any shenanigans today. So he was like, he was like the perfect star horse. And he walked across the pasture and was very sweet. Um, and, uh, you know, but even that didn't change how I was feeling. It didn't, it it didn't, um, I just kind of felt like I was on a slippery slope of more and more frustration 
which means to me that the frustration that I was feeling about the paint is still within me. It's still an emotion that is um, kind of like gathering momentum. Um, in 2020, I launched a course. It was called the Feel Better Now course. I um, placed it on hold because people really loved it, but I realized it was intense for most people. Um, there's a lot of different activities and things that I did all in one course. And and um, I decided to put it on hold, um, but there are a lot of the practices in there that were really useful. But one of the things that I talked about in that course is how um, when we have, you know, emotions um, that it, it's like, well, I didn't talk about it as an emotion back then, um, but when we have an emotion and it is kind of like um, not having a proper like outlet or expression by us, what I have found is that it it can create like the snowball effect, which is kind of what happened to me this morning. So um, it's like the emotion is frustration and disappointment um, and for whatever reason, even though, you know, I let myself feel frustrated and I let myself feel disappointed with the paint, um, it didn't kind of like ease it up. It's it, it's like um, then I went on to like experience frustration with the when the um, when my uh, light batteries, my headlamp batteries fell out. Um, I experienced frustration when I realized that that the hay bag was empty. I experienced frustration walking around trying to find the thing. It's like, it's like I'm on repeat with that same emotion over and over and over again. And this is what I'm talking about. It's like this snowball effect. It's like a snowball rolling down a hill, right? And whatever is at the base of the snowball, as it rolls down the hill, it gets more and more snow on it, which means it becomes bigger and bigger. And that's kind of like what was happening. It's like, this feeling of disappointment and this feeling of just, you know, um, frustration. And, and then the snowball effect is the more I'm going on, it's like the more it's building up, the more momentum, the more I'm having it, the more I'm experiencing it. And so when I talk about wanting something to change, what I'm talking about is wanting to feel like I just, experience it and feel it in my body so that it can it can kind of like um do whatever it's going to do so that I'm not experiencing more of that same you know emotion I'm not experiencing more um more frustration and disappointment I'm not having experience after experience after experience. And what I described, you know, so far is, is what it's like in my lifestyle. Cause I live in Montana and I have horses and, and whatever. But, um, I used to experience this when I lived in the San Francisco Bay area, um, in a different way. So it would have been something like, you know, waking up, having some kind of emotion, say it was frustration about something. Um, and then maybe it's like, you know, I go to get in my car and I realize I'm almost on E and I've got to go empty and I've got to, you know, go for a long drive, which means, and I don't have enough time to stop and get gas. And then, oh my gosh, um, there's a, a, you know, there's a, um, traffic buildup. And so now I'm going to be late for whatever it is I have to do. And then, you know, and then, um, you know, something else, um, I spilled coffee on my pants or, you know, whatever. It's like that it's the same, it's the same thing, right? It's the same thing, uh, as what I was talking about in my life in Montana, except I live a very horsey 
you know, lifestyle now. Um, so that's what I was experiencing as the momentum of the frustration. But when I lived in the Bay Area of San Francisco, it was, it you know, it was the same kind of thing. It was this like momentum snowball building of frustration. And so um, when that is the case, what I've found, you know, is that it's really helpful to just allow myself to be in that feeling and 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 feel it and allow it and then it kind of like it's almost like nipping the snowball in the bud so that it it just kind of like stops building up momentum um but I couldn't seem to do that like all my normal things that like sitting at the table and just allowing myself to feel frustrated like it didn't change it and going out and oftentimes just being around the horses just kind of is a different perspective still didn't um so I have this like kind of momentum build up and so that's why I'm saying I'm going to try painting and I'm going to share the results with you and I'm going to tell you about what happens so that's what I'm going to do right now I'm going to put this on pause and when I come back I will share Did it work? Did it not work? Do I feel any different? Do I feel any better? Um, What was the experience like? And and all of that as a big kind of experiment. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sign off right now. And then when I join back, I will share what happened. So here we go. Okay, I am back. And that was interesting. Um, so what I'm not going to tell you yet is how I feel about the end result of the painting that I did. Cause I did do a painting. It's about, it's a 24 by 36 canvas. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. And, um, I have definitive feelings about it. But what I want to describe is what the process was like since I signed off, what I experienced. So first of all, I forgot I had to do some prep because I've changed my studio and office around. Um, I have like a new palette and I had to kind of get it set up. And so that took a little while to do. And then I also realized I had clothes on that I didn't want to paint in. So it was kind of like a, you know, I was kind of like, yay, I'm going to start painting. But I had all this stuff I had to do first. I, I went to sit down and paint. And I realized I didn't have any water for my wiping my brushes off. And I didn't have a piece of paper towel out and whatever. And, and what I found was that the more... Um, kind of preparation I was doing, the more I was kind of feeling this thing like, oh, this pressure to create this painting that, you know, kind of I liked and that expressed something. Um, And so it's really interesting because I decided to paint um, using a technique I haven't used in a little while where I start directly with the paint um, from the tube right onto the canvas, um, almost laying the canvas more horizontally. And, um, and, And then I had to tip it up, long story, because of the way the canvas was working. Um, But and, and then I continued. But what's interesting is that what I recall as I was going through the process is that I kind of like painted and I was kind of like following my feelings um, of like, you know, using this color, using that color, going here, going there, which is kind of how I paint. Um, And this was an abstract painting. So it wasn't like I was trying to, you know, make any kind of set definition. Um, And so I just kind of allowed everything to be what it was going to be. But even in that, I, I, 
I got to a place where I kind of felt like this is a, you know, like, let me stand back um, and kind of look at it kind of a thing where I kind of like reached what seemed like a natural pause. And I looked at it and I was like, this looks like a pretty painting. You know, it looks, it looks pretty, but it didn't feel pretty. And I think that this is an interesting thing to note. And, and it's like, it's almost like in my consciousness was this, um, intention of trying to create something that would be something like okay I'm going to make this painting um and I want it to be you know good or I want it to be a certain way um I want it to you know I want to be happy with it at the end and what I found was as you know and this is often the case with me this is not a new thing but I really was aware of it today Um, as I was, it's like, it's like, instead of just being with the disappointment that I was feeling earlier, um, it's like I went into this mode of, you know, trying to feel better and trying to create a painting that felt like that, that felt better. And in the end, when I reached a stopping point, I mean, it wasn't the end, it was just a pausing point. It was like, well, this is a pretty painting, but I didn't have any feeling for it. It just felt like, I don't know, I didn't feel any different. And I didn't feel, I didn't feel connected to it. Um, I mean, it was pretty, but it wasn't I don't know. It didn't have like the energy um, that I know when my paintings have a sense of energy in them, I look back and it's almost like they've taken on a life of their own beyond what I could have ever intended for them. And this one did not have that. It was more just like, okay, that's a pretty, that's a pretty picture. I kind of looked a little bit maybe like a sunset. I mean, it wasn't trying to be that, but it felt like that a little bit, like it looked like that, but it didn't feel right. And so I kind of encouraged myself and gave myself permission to just say, all right, what do I need to do to just let myself really just feel whatever it is that I'm feeling right now. And what it meant was being much more bold with um, some of the colors I was using, um, being more risk, uh, what not, what's the opposite of risk averse, risk, <laughs> pro risk, <laughs> pro risk, I guess is the word, um, risky, um, you know, uh, in 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 just trying something and being willing to just have the quote-unquote pretty picture be messed up to do something risky and the more and more and more that I did that and I embraced that and I've had this happen a lot with my paintings um what started to emerge was a painting that I really felt a lot more connected with. And I really started to kind of like it. And I would kind of like, like this one part. And then I'd be like, Oh, I should, you know, let me try experimenting with this over here. And, um, you know, trying to really kind of follow my feelings with what was going on in me and whatever kind of willing to be unsafe if you will and after a while um, what emerged is a painting that I actually think is is 
I think it's my favorite painting to date. And that's saying a lot because I've done a lot of paintings lately that I have a lot of um, really strong connection to. But this one, I look at it and I'm just like, I'm just enamored with it. I just really, the, the way the paint, um, and, and when I say enamored with it, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. I kind of want to say that what I, what I've come to learn about painting is, is not to try to make the paint do what I want it to do, but to work kind of like as a, not a guide, but like a partner. Um, it's like, it's like when I paint, I find that if I'm in a truly empowered place or I'm, I'm like the kind of work that I create that I really feel connected to and I really feel good, good about is when I kind of become a like a cooperative, cooperative partner or an equal partner to my paint. And therefore... It's like the paint has its own, um, almost like intention or goal of where it wants to go or how it wants to be seen in relationship with other colors. And really, I mean, what I feel like I've learned is that this is, this is about being in a state of flow because when you're in a state of flow with your creativity, it's that flow of energy that's coming into you, which I really believe comes from our, our source, our spirit, our souls, um, our highest selves to express this amazing stuff. And what I find is that what comes like through me, um, it's not a thinking thing. It's, it's an allowing thing. It's an allowing thing. And it's a letting something be what it is and not trying to force it and control it to be something that I thought I wanted. And, and then it ends up being, you know, in a lot of cases, the work that I love the most that I look at and I'm just like, wow, how did that, um, uh, just like, wow, it, it's just amazing. And this, this is actually a process that I started to learn um, more and more. Uh, so before I had my branding and marketing firm, um, you know, I had worked a lot with color and painting house, like painting rooms um, and exploring color. And then um, even though I didn't do the actual uh, graphic design and, and web design on my clients projects, I worked kind of more, um, almost like a, well, it was, it was like doing the brand strategy and, and art direction in a way of really understanding, um, what the objective was, like what the, what, what the creative inspiration was and the feelings and, and, and all of that. So I, I really honed that over those years, um, and learned how to allow myself to do that as a creative person. And then, um, when I started an interior design firm that I had, I really spent that period of eight years learning how to design by, feeling and how to design by letting myself have this creative energy, you know, letting myself feel it and then letting myself express it. But back in those days, I had a lot more, um, oh, I had a lot of rules about how my creativity could work and, and, um, you know, of course, I also had clients too that I would tailor what I was doing to exactly what they wanted. Um, and I used to kind of feel like I would be, I wouldn't have ever known back then what I wanted. It's like I, it's like I had these tools, but my tools needed to be in an 
employed in a direction of somebody else's inspiration. And I had my own um, take. I did warm and contemporary modern spaces. So I definitely had aesthetic views. But I feel like there's some way in which where my creativity has gone now and what I do now is I don't I don't have any of that. Um, or at least I feel like my process is one of, as I become aware of my own creative constraints to allow myself to, to, to become aware of it and let that go. That's kind of like what I was talking about when I first started painting and I realized it was like, it ended up kind of being this pretty picture and I was, I was kind of being more risk averse without even being aware of it until I became aware of it. And then I allowed myself to be more, um, to be more bold and more, um, expressive and more explorative, explorative. I don't know what the word is with what I did. And then that is what resulted in this picture that I will tell you this painting that I will tell you now. I love it. I mean, I just, love it. I feel like I just want to go swimming in it. I want to go sinking in it in a way. There's so many things. What I love about um, abstract in particular is, um, and, and this kind of work is I, I feel like there's, what I love is that I can see so many different things in it. Um, it's like my imagination can go in any direction with it because it's not a set thing. And then what's really cool is I find that with other people too, when they look at it, um, they're like, Oh, I can, you know, that kind of reminds me of this or that. And it's really cool to hear other people's perspectives on what they see in the piece as well. Um, because, uh, what I, you know, what I'm doing is, is, um, abstract pieces, but they always are kind of like an abstract landscapey kind of a, kind of a vibe. Um, or at least nature is always kind of in my mind as an inspiration, um, and in my heart and my soul as an inspiration of everything that I do, um, for colors and, and textures and just looking at things. So what, what does all this mean? I mean, there's a lot of art speak, a lot of painting speak. If you're not a painter, you might not, you know, resonate with some of this, but what, there's a few things to derive from this that I have come to realize in my life. And that is, well, first of all, for me, painting allows me to have this kind of exploration and for me to, you know, become aware of the conversation within myself that allows me to become aware of feelings or ways in which I might be limiting myself or holding myself back um, because I can see it in the painting and then I can kind of think, well, does this feel good? And when I realize it doesn't, I can make a change. And so the painting becomes a wonderful way for me, almost like a mirror to be able to um, kind of explore my own self more, explore my own expression and allow myself to find more self-empowerment of my own unique and creative self. And the thing that's interesting is that I've found that people do this in different ways. And I've done this in different ways at different times too. And so the thing is, whether you're a painter or you're, you're not, um, you know, you might find that it's like, what is it that allows you to just stop the obligations, stop the need to be something set and just go and be in the world and in your experience and just experience something. Maybe it's going for a walk, you know, in the woods. And, and as you listen to the birds or hear the wind or the rustle of the leaves or whatever, it just helps you kind of tune into yourself more and center yourself about 
whatever is going on in your life and, and just kind of like feel and express that energy and maybe come to new awarenesses. Um, maybe it's um, doing something with an animal. Maybe it's, uh, you know, a sport. Um, I know for a long time I was a runner. Um, I used to run and uh, I can't run anymore, but I would go out and I would run and I would just like have these, there, there was like the first, you know, mile or so where it was kind of like painful getting up to speed. And then I would get like in a stride where it's like, awarenesses would come to me and feelings would just kind of seem to come to me. And, um, and it was amazing. It was like a meditation, um, that I used to do and I didn't do meditation back then. Um, so that dancing might be another way. And so I've, I think that the thing is that we each may have different ways of being able to tune into ourselves in these ways and and just allow ourselves to be without an objective and see where that takes us and and what i mean by without an objective it's kind of like um it's kind of like me with the painting where i started off and i was like the I didn't realize I had like an unconscious objective to paint a painting that I would like. And it wasn't until I let that go and said, I don't care whether I like this or not. I'm just going to paint. I'm just going to be present in the moment. And I'm just going to express in each moment and follow my feelings that it actually created this painting that I now love. The painting that I created before when I was trying to create a painting didn't actually do that for me. Um, it was when I let that go and I let myself be emboldened and, um, experience, you know, um, be more risky with whatever it was that I was exploring that ended up creating this painting that I loved. But my point with all of this is that I, I find that I've learned time and time again that when we do something like this, it does change our energy, our feelings. Like, I don't feel frustrated and disappointed the way I did before I started that painting. I don't feel it. it. It's just, it's just, it's like a, it's like a dream that like is gone. I can't even remember what it was like. It was just this weird memory of like, oh yeah, I had that. And I felt it so strongly and I couldn't seem to get away from it. And suddenly it's like, I don't even, it's like gone. It's just gone. And that's amazing. And I find that when we can find things through our creative and unique selves, what it is for us that can do that for us. Um, it's not about fixing the feeling. It's not about, you know, getting rid of the, in my case, the, you know, the disappointment um, and whatever. But it's about allowing it to be and allowing myself to to be in it and not be scared of it that then um, allows myself to come back to this place of empowerment this place of self-empowerment well come back it's not that I'm always in a place of self-empowerment I'm not it's something that I'm I'm practicing um, and, and, and the place of self-empowerment is kind of like my set point that I'm, I'm, you know, realizing is kind of me aligned with me. And so if I feel like I'm off from that, then my intention is to try to, uh, use any tools that I have to allow myself to get back to that. Um, but it's, it's not a, trying to get myself to a happy place or trying to get myself to a perfect place or trying to get myself to a painting that is beautiful. Um, it's about literally just letting myself 
follow my feelings and and my impulses in the moment. And what I find is that when that happens, um, the outcome, whether it's a beautiful you know, walk in the woods or whether back in the day it used to be an amazing run or today, these days for me, it's about producing a painting that I just love, love, love. Um, That is what I think is important. I think it's important because now I feel like I can go on with my day and I feel like with my day, it's like almost like a new day. It feels kind of like a new day energetically um, because I don't feel like I'm on this same snowball effect of just feeling like another thing is disappointing and another thing is disappointing and another thing is frustrating. I feel like I've, I've got like a blank sheet of paper now. And to me, that is self-empowering. To me, that is a really good feeling. And to me, that is embracing our creative and unique self and our own self-empowerment. So that is where I'm going to end it today for um, this episode. And uh I don't know. I did not expect to do a little painting experiment, but um, I hope that you found it useful to hear the process of what it was like to go through this experience. And and alongside me, because I didn't know what was going to happen, and see how I was really in a state of disempowerment earlier. I really did not feel empowered at all. Um, you know, when I was out in the pasture and walking around and now I feel good. I, I do feel empowered. I feel like, okay, what do I want to do next? And what's the next thing I'm going to do? And like I said, I feel like it's a blank piece of paper and you know, the world is my oyster and that's a really good feeling. So I will leave it at that until next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Creating from the Inside Out, Embracing and Empowering Our Unique and Creative Selves podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode or resonated with what I talked about or you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe to not miss any upcoming episodes. You can also share this information with anyone who also might resonate or benefit from this material. To learn more about my other offerings, you can visit my website at michellewaldo.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-W-A-L-D-O.com.